This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times Afternoon Briefing on Tuesday the 13th of December. The RMT union says members do still have the support of the public as thousands walk out in the first of two 48-hour strikes this week. Rail companies hope to run a skeleton service, but passengers are being warned they face significant disruption, with the icy weather also having an impact. The Transport Secretary Mark Harper has told Times Radio a fair and reasonable offer has been made to rail workers. It's just the RMT that are recommending that it be refused. Um, but even, even with them recommending refusal, uh, almost 40% of their staff actually voted in favour of it. So I, I think the tide is turning um, on public opinion and people think that there is a fair, rate, fair payoff on the table the trade unions should accept it. But John Leach, the RMT Assistant General Secretary, has told us the message is loud and clear. No, massive figures voted against accepting this deal. He really ought to concentrate on the fact that the members voted to reject it rather than try and score points around figures. We are determined to secure for our members a good deal. He needs to empower the negotiators in Network Rail and in the train operating companies to come to the table, sit down, negotiate a settlement. Meanwhile, the number of working days lost to strike action has hit the highest level in more than a decade. The Office for National Statistics says 417,000 working days were lost because of industrial disputes in October, the highest since November 2011. Network Rail Chief Executive Andrew Haynes has told us they have to find a way through this. This is a devastating time for Britain's railways. We should be welcoming people back to the railway, welcoming new people over this Christmas period. And instead, we've got four weeks of very extensive disruption. That's going to do real harm. And um, it's not in anyone's interest for these strikes to carry on. A 10-year-old boy who died after being pulled from a freezing lake is believed to have jumped in to save the other children. A relative says the schoolboy, named locally as Jack Johnson, went into the water near Solihull after seeing other boys fall through the ice. The 10-year-old later died in hospital along with two others aged 8 and 11. A fourth boy who's aged 6 remains in a critical condition. Times Radio has been speaking to David Walker from the Royal Society for the Prevention of Accidents. He wants to try to get this message across. If you see somebody in trouble, um, the first thing we would like you to do or urge people to do is to call 999 and ask for the fire service to support and to really... Take that second and pause. Try to find something to pass to the person and try to help the person to the best of your ability without going into the water. A watchdog's warning staff shortages are compounding problems in education as schools in England struggle to recover from the effects of the pandemic. Ofsted Chief Inspector Amanda Spielman has told Times Radio the energy crisis and subsequent economic pressures have brought more turbulence in recent months. The watchdog's annual report finds that while there has been improvement, recovery remains a work in progress. Most children's social development has really come on, but at the same time, we can see that there's a long way to go yet. This year's work has been tremendously hampered by, by all kinds of workforce challenges from early years 
through to post-16 education and, and in children's social care. 100,000 babies in England are to have their entire DNA sequenced to identify rare genetic conditions just after birth. In what's believed to be the biggest study of its kind in the world, the newborns will be screened for 200 disorders, all of which can be treated. Clinical lead for genetic counselling at Genomics England, Amanda Pacini, has told Times Radio the programme could be made permanent. This is a research study that we're running in partnership with the NHS, seeing if we can understand what the benefits might be initially in these 100,000 babies. And if we show that that does cause benefit to the NHS and very crucially to those families, then that's something that we can provide that evidence to the NHS, the National Screening Committee, to make those decisions. And you can hear more on all these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. 